Hey guys out there in listening land, you know what time it is. It's your boy Kevo, and this is The Great Northern Way. And we are so glad that you tuned in. Uh, if you are on Ruckus Avenue Radio, thank you for doing so. We really appreciate you no matter where we're broadcasting. Uh, welcome to the family. Welcome to the house, uh, which is The Great Northern Way. And uh, we really appreciate your feedback, guys. Uh, all that you guys message us there, you can do so by going to Instagram, and that's at the Great Northern Way POD on Instagram, at the Great Northern Way on Facebook. You can always reach us at Kevo, K E V O, Cabell, C A B E L L. And then for anything, the Great Northern Way, including these beautiful offerings, and we got some, we got some, uh, you know, the, the ladies like to steal hoodies. So we got some hoodies coming for the ladies, you know, you can't steal mine. But you know, uh, we'll see what we see what's good. You might have to pay for it, uh, but yeah, we got that as well. So the Great Northern Way uh, on Linktree and on uh, Facebook, you can shop us. That's the Great Northern Way S H O P. And uh, yeah, we, we're just so thankful for you guys being with us. If you're on Spotify, welcome as well. And uh, yeah, guys, without you know, we we doing a, a DJ. This is our DJ time of year. This is our March Madness. You know, we got basketball. We are doing everything. We just had some DJs this this uh, early past uh, excuse me past week. And uh, we're keeping the thing going with none other than, uh, uh, you know, a Bay Area legend, a Vancouver, downtown Vancouver legend, or in general, just Vancouver legend, uh, longtime resident DJ, producer, um, teacher. My man has got his Mr. Miyagi. He's doing his wax on, literally, and wax off. Um, and that's another than the man to my left, Mr. DJ, Relly Rails. What's up, Relly Rails? What's up? What's good, Mr. Man? How are you? Good. Glad that you uh, glad you're here with us, man. You know I appreciate. I know from your schedule. We talked about it earlier with table tutors, with the record label, with uh, you know uh, Drew Downs trying to get into Vancouver. You got a lot on your hands. Yes. <laughs> we got you got a lot on your hands, but uh, yeah, you know you're doing a lot. So we really appreciate you taking this time, man, out of your busy schedule, man. Yeah. How's, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going, man? How's it, how was Saturday, man? How was the slaps? Uh, Saturday was good. Yeah, I played at the port side with DJ Maya. Okay, it was, uh, okay. It was a lot of fun. A lot of people came out. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some tunes, for, for y'all that don't know, port side, I'm not going to do the slang on you. I'm, I'm going to welcome y'all in, in Vancouver, Gastown to be specific, uh, one of the most happening, bustling places. And uh, port side, as you know, is a port, obviously. Ships come in, but slaps come in too. Yeah. And uh, he plays down there uh, weekly Saturdays. Yeah, so I'm there. So I book the DJs on Friday and Saturday. Okay, okay, I play, okay. I'm there every Saturday. I'll, sometimes I do some Fridays here and there. Right, 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 uh, right, yeah, right. But I'm pretty much there every Saturday. Mostly Saturdays, yeah. So got got on Gastown. Yeah, it's it's a dual level. There's like I think there's even like a deck. It's real cool. I like the setup. Mm-hmm. I like to really like the setup because uh, and then you got the dance floor. So if you don't like to dance, you don't have to really be bothered with dancing because there's like a deck under. It's like it's almost like makes you feel like a. Um, a, a yachty, like where you go in them below deck, and you get to kind of chill out, and you know, get to your, you know, your your shipments quarters or whatnot. You can have your little drink, and if you so choose to, to you know, shake a jig, you go up the stairs, and you go, uh, uh, well, to the left in the middle where you're going, but you'll see this guy, and he's holding it down. He's, I, I guess, you call him the captain of the ship. Yeah. 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 That's that's a good. Yeah. That's Never a good. Yeah. That that's a good one. Yeah, you're the captain yeah. of the ship, and you're making sure all the. The the, uh, the uh, all the patrons and everybody there is having a good time, man. I remember the the I think it was the, well the first time I'd been there, and uh, I was just kind of taken away. I mean, it was long lines to get in, so get there early mm-hmm. and get on his list, yeah. get right? There early. Get there early, get on his list. But uh, once you are in, 
it is just like a cool vibe, everything. It's like a, a historic building. Gastown, as I'm reading, is one of the most um, uh, historic. It's the beginning of Vancouver. Yeah, um, for sure. From yeah. what I'm, yeah, I've been reading, it's like that's where the beginning, everything else kind of expanded. But we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, good slaps and with DJ. Who's that DJ again? Uh, so it was just myself and DJ Maya on mm. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that? And I noticed a couple on your Instagrams. Like you, you'll have you'll be there and then you'll have someone else. Is it that you always have someone there, or is that a? Uh, and I talked about this with the DJ Chris Cuts before. It's like spinning five hours straight. It's really kind of hard. Mm-hmm. So is it that you always have someone there with you to like go back and forth? Yeah, and I think it's just better for the night too. It's better to have guests. Mm. Um, just you kind of get a different vibe, right? When you have two different DJs or more. Okay. So I, th- I think it's just better for the night in general. Like when you have a dance floor, it's a lot better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He talked about that. He talked about how hard it is, and I was like, "Come on, man! How do you go to the bathroom if you're doing five hours straight?" Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing too. <laughs> right. 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 Or, or whatever the case is, and uh, I think. He, what he spoke of was that, and and you can tell me about it. And don't give away no industry tricks. But he said there's a certain there's a certain mix that's about eight to nine minutes long, which is about the average time it is to do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have a mix that I'll put on, um, or sometimes what I used to do. So uh, when bars first started opening again, like after COVID, um, so when Portside came back, um, they still had dan- had a dance floor, um, or sorry, when dance floors came back. <laughs> um, and then I was just doing it by myself for five hours. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so what I would do, I just throw on uh, Travis Travis Scott sicko mode. Like sicko mode, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like five minutes, and I would run to the bathroom and run back. Because mm-hmm. that song, you can kind of just play the whole thing. Yeah. People are into it. So. Right, because it has all these different transitions <laughs> already built in. I yeah. lo- uh, that song is kind of weird. I never. <clears throat> when I heard it, I think I only heard his part, but I hadn't heard the Drake part. Yeah. Because it, wherever you come in, it's a slap. So for the yeah. most part, but yeah, it's what's up. Um, <clears throat> whew, excuse me, that's a, I'm slapping my throat. Slapping. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so you are <clears throat> originally. Or, or, so tell the people where you are originally from. Um, so I was born in Calgary. Uh, but I my parents moved here when I was like super young, like not even a year old. Um, and <coughs> I pretty much grew up in downtown Vancouver. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. See, because now I got a bone to pick with Zach Santiago if you're out there. Because <clears throat> I was like, yeah, no, he was born. No, he was born here. <laughs> yeah, so I I'm mean, like, I, I, I'm pretty much from here, you know. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. We ain't going to let Zach off the hook, man. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was just funny because he said that. He was like, yeah, yeah, born and raised, man. Never moved. Yeah. <laughs> One time he went to the bay, but he came back. <laughs> no, but so, so I wrote I wrote all my questions just based on you. I was like, man, which one? Was it St. Paul's? What's the deal? And uh, no, but it's, that's, that's funny, though. See, that's what happens. See, you can over-prepare, but you got to be ready for the moment. So now I got to switch up and ask him about the Calgary Stampede. Because he was yeah. one, and chances are he was at the Stampede at one years old with boots on and a bottle. Boots and a bottle. Yeah, I mean, I uh, so growing <laughs> up, so my parents moved here, and then my dad moved back to Calgary. Okay. Like, probably when I was, like, three or four years old. So then I was going to Calgary, like, every summer to see my dad. Okay. So I, I'm pretty familiar with Calgary as well, but I never actually, like, grew up there. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. It's just somewhere you... But you know what's funny? But yeah, I've been to the Stampede a few times, for sure. I was born in Wisconsin, and then people will always be like... But I never... But I lived there for, like... I think I was, like, up until I was, like, two. I don't know. I was really young when my mom moved us to California. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people were like, where are you from? 
Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I was born and raised in Palm Springs. Born in Wisconsin. I was raised in Palm Springs. You know, I live in, oh, you from Wisconsin then. And you're like, how do I? How? Okay, yes, I acknowledge I was born there. I acknowledge all that. But, like, why is it that I got to be from a place that I have no idea about what goes on, uh, anything there, and really vague memories? But yeah, anybody ever done that to you? Uh, no. No? Honestly, I think most people just think that I, I was born here. Yeah, see? Because there's Zach is out there <laughs> yeah. spreading that yeah. rumor. <laughs> no, man. So yeah. you're from Cal- or born in Calgary from here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what kind of life was it as a kid for you growing up in downtown uh, Vancouver? And I only ask that. It sounds like a silly question. Uh, I, as I was um, in my neighborhood, the uh, first thing I noticed, you know, in the States, you know, sometimes kids can play, but it was a kid. Um, as I was on a walk, uh, he had to be like seven or eight. He was on a skateboard, and he was just out like amongst the whomevers and whatever is just maneuvering. And I was like, dang, in America, you got to be a little careful. So I was just, that's why I asked that question. Like, uh, what was it like as a kid here? Like, uh, is it just like kids with mom was seeing you some money going to the store? I wouldn't even worry about it. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, even, yeah, just when you were talking about that, I was thinking <clears> that like, yeah, I think my mom was like letting me go over to the store by the time I was like eight years old or something like that. And like, I was walking to school by myself and I was like nine or 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and then late, later on, like, I started skateboarding when I was, like, 12 or 13. So, like, I used to skate downtown. Like, Vancouver used to have, like, really good skate spots in the 90s. Like, Vancouver was, like, known for its downtown skate spots. So, oh. like, I was skating downtown, like, every night when I was, like, 13, 14, 15, 16. So, what, did they get 17. rid of them? Because, I mean, I only see one skate park, um, the one on Expo. Yeah, was so it, they weren't, Quebec, Quebec, Quebec. They weren't actual skate parks. They were oh. just, like, spots. Oh, you know oh, what I mean? I so like ledges and rails and stairs and stuff like that. So a lot of the spots are still around, but um, they put these metal things on the ledges and rails so they like skate proof them. Mm. So you can't them. Ah, yeah, yeah. and then they put up bike lanes. Yeah, <laughs> but we're not gonna talk about that, Vancouver. So um, yeah, like growing up, I yeah I was skateboarding downtown like every day. I was like doing graffiti downtown. Right, right, yeah. right, right. It was I thought fun. I thought there were certain things you didn't want to mention on camera. <laughs> <Yeah. but laughs> He's like, yeah, man, I feel comfortable with you, Kev. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. Um, so uh, you talked about life as a kid. So what uh, did you have lots of siblings growing up or were you an only child? Uh, I was an only child growing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have siblings now. Um, I have an older sibling um, who I didn't find out about until I was like 23, 24. Same boat. Found out about a sister in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, like recently. It's crazy. Yeah. Weird how that happens, right? Yeah. But uh, what, what kind of uh, boy, uh, bro, uh, brother, sister? Sister. Oh, and yeah. this, this is where? this this is. She lives in Calgary. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And okay. I have three younger sisters who live in Phnom Penh, who are my dad's kids. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But yeah, I grew up an only child, though. And so did uh, when you, now I got to diverge. So when you, I mean, this is breaking news, man. When you, because uh, I mean, I've been to the same thing. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you find, uh, is it like hard to create a relationship or did you achieve in one relationship? Did you even want a relationship? Or is it just like, well, I know somebody in Cargill, if I need somewhere to stay now. What was it like? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like we both wanted a relationship. So basically, uh, yeah, my mom put her up for adoption. Ooh, uh, so okay. before she had me and then my mom never told me or she didn't tell a lot of people about it oh. and then my sister tracked down my mom oh and then my mom told me and then she actually so then my sister and my mom's daughter she came out here like maybe a few weeks later when mm-hmm. we hung up wow yeah so y'all y'all cool y'all yeah, alone, whatever sure, yeah. terms yeah yeah i actually try it was <laughs> now we get in person <laughs> yeah. i i it was me and i tracked down my uh my dad and we had a great uh reunion in wisconsin where I'm not from, no. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so it was uh, that was a, that was a thing. So I can only imagine how it must have felt. And then you're like, you know, find out about this other person. So yeah, it happened to me too. Yeah. So you know what I mean? There we go. And we in the club. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so growing up an only child and growing up in downtown, uh, I'm sure you've seen a lot of growth. Uh, what was it like to see all the changes hit, uh, in downtown after the uh, Olympics? Or if they took place before then, I, I, my only gauge is the Olympics. I don't know. Yeah, like the changes I remember the most are more like in the 90s. Like I remember basically like I grew up pretty close to Yale Town. Mm-hmm. And like I remember um, like I'd always bike through like Yale Town. Um, so like, you know about like Expo 86? No. Okay, so it was like a, like a world fair that was here, like in 1986. Mm, okay. And it was set up in Yale Town. So Town, like way back in the day. Uh, it was all like rail yards, basically. Okay. Up until the early 80s, and then they took all that out and then set up Expo there. Oh, okay. And you mean, you mean literally was, the street Expo? Yeah, So okay. that, but then when that was all gone, all that land was just like, it was all just like piles of dirt, basically. It was just like bare. But anyways, there was like a, I used to ride my bike through there all the time when I was a kid. So I, basically, the point is, I remember riding through Yelltown on my bike when it was basically dirt, like okay. nothing. And then it's like maybe five years later, it was five or six years later, it was all these like huge condos. Right. So that's probably like the biggest change I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, the reason right, I yeah. say that is because um, taking a SkyTrain, people um, have said that that wasn't around or wasn't in mass, may have been slightly around until yeah. after the uh, <clears throat> Olympics. But is that wrong? Was the SkyTrain always been there, always been there? Um, so the Canada line, like... they had just built right before the Olympics. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. But like the the other SkyTrain, like Expo Line, Millennium Millennium Line, all that was around. So the SkyTrain was actually built right before Expo eighty six. Oh, that's the starting yeah, point. That's why it's called the Expo Line. Ah, yeah, makes sense, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout out, we just did the Millennial Line. <laughs> yeah. We just did a show on that one. Go check that one the out. The Millennium Line. Yeah, we yeah. did a, we did a show on there about what about a month ago. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Pretty fun. Um, but yeah, no, I got uh, no, I didn't know that it was. I thought. Uh, from what people had told me, that that had been at least expanded right before the Olympics, but it, that, yeah, it may have been the Canada line. Yeah. The Canada <clears throat> line. Oh, I got mm-hmm. you. I got you. So, uh, yeah. so that's that's a pretty big change from dirt to condos. Um, and so, when I was moving here, uh, the landlords rolled their eyes at me. Uh, you live downtown. Mm-hmm. This is the point. You live downtown, and when I was moving here, coming from LA with a car, the landlords they always rolled their, rolled their eyes at me um, when they asked about parking spots and oh, stuff yeah. like that. So. Uh, so that said, uh, do you own a car? And uh, if you do or not, if you don't, then what is uh, your primary mode of transportation? I don't own a car. You don't, right? Never, living and, downtown, I've never needed a car. See, you're the reason why landlords roll their eyes at me. Because, you know, you got this guy, he works in the city, he probably moves around, you know, however you get around. And you live downtown, and you you know, and you probably make it easy. You know, I didn't have to worry about telling you about rent. She, this landlord was like, I was like, yeah, so I'm renting a spot. And she's like, we have to rent a spot. It's a couple blocks away. By then, her eyes were all the way in the back of her head. She did not want to talk to me about a car. I've never been more alienated than in my life for having a car. But um, this is probably the reason why, because everybody here, including DJ Rails, is not. And so, what is your primary mode? Uh, mostly walking, to be honest. Work? Yeah, walking. Uh, shout and out. T- walking and taking the SkyTrain. I can walk, like, so far. I love walking. Yeah. People look at me crazy. Yeah. People just, maybe just people just look at me crazy. <laughs> but, no, people look at me crazy when I tell them I walk from where I live, uh, near First and Clark. Um, 
spinning like I walk downtown. Yeah. And people look at me crazy and look, oh, how does that work? I was like, well, one foot, then the other. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's funny to, to hear that from you because, like, yeah, I do. I love it, matter of fact, because I feel like when you drive, take a cab, like you're speeding through some of this awesome architecture. Yeah, that's true. Some of these awesome, like, things. And so, like, I like to be able to, to like, kind of chill and enjoy them. So, interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah, like know. any gigs I have downtown, I walk to. Yeah. Like yeah. downtown or Gastown. Yeah, 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 and that's what's up, man. And it's like, and it's a cool thing too, because you like listening to people. I kind of like eavesdropping, listening to people. It's kind of like a whole thing. Listen to music, people playing in their car. It's like the whole vibe. And by the time I get to the place where I'm at, wherever it with friends or if I'm just working, it's always like, ah, yeah. It feels like a, mo- it feels like a whole moment. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. living downtown in general, and I never got to do that in LA. So, anyway, uh, growing up in Vancouver, what were your favorite things to do here? Uh, so probably, so when I was a kid, my favorite things to do were, um, I used to play road hockey like every day. Mm. So I lived in a co-op downtown where we had a courtyard in the middle Mm. and we had like nets set up and we'd play hockey like pretty much every day. Nice. Okay. So that's what I did like as a kid. And then like, I mean, I played basketball, like baseball, like tons of sports when I was a kid. Okay. Okay. And once I became a teenager, like skateboarding was like definitely my favorite thing to do. Okay. I had a question about those sports, but I guess I see that was was your sport of choice, which was uh, either hockey or skateboarding, I suppose, would be your sport of choice. Um, And then living... um, Living down here in downtown, uh, what are the things that you absolutely hate? And then what are the things that you love about it? Mm. I can't think of anything I hate, to be honest. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a lot to be said because you live in the heart. You live in yeah. the heart. And so, I mean, somewhat of the heart, but I mean, enough of the heart to have a problem here and there. Like, I guess, like, rent is high and stuff like that, but like, ah. th- that doesn't really bother me too much. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Well, you offset it because you don't own a car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if your rent is high and your car note is high, problems. Yeah. But, okay, okay. So, wow. So, what are the things that you absolutely love? Um, I mean, I really love looking at the mountains. I love living downtown. I love just being close to, like, the water and Stanley Park and things like that. Um, and then like, I also, I think just because I grew up in downtown Vancouver, like I really just love downtown Vancouver. Like I love just walking around downtown. Like it always just feels like very like comfortable and I just feel like at home when I'm Yo, walking around downtown, you know? Man, thank you, man. You reaffirming some of the things that I'm like, people I find feel like maybe, uh, maybe I'm a little different aware. First of all, I walk a lot. And second of all, I like downtown. Yeah. I like, like I enjoy it. Yes, there are some parts that are not as great, but I enjoy it, and to hear you, somebody who actually grew up here, born and raised—I mean, <laughs> raised and <Yeah>. raised—but <laughs> uh, you know, to hear some of the things that you're saying about a place that you know could get old after a while, like you know, being here your whole life, mm-hmm. you saying that kind of reaffirms that. So, man, thank you. That reaffirms that, bro. Um, and then, um, and uh, I guess the question I ask about that, uh, about downtown, is have you ever lived in any other parts of Vancouver? For any uh, yeah, so, yeah, I grew up with my mom downtown, and then when I was 19, I moved out. So my first apartment on my own, I was with a roommate. We lived on, like, Commercial and Gravely. Bro, I'm For okay. about six months. Okay, okay. Um, and then from there, I moved to Gastown, and I was on, like, um, Alexander and, like, or no, like Powell and Columbia, basically, like that area. Powell lived there for three or four months, which was actually, at the time, it was a lot of fun because, like, back at that time, this is like, 
2003, like all pretty much all the best clubs were in Gastown at that time. So it was cool to live like right in Gastown, like so close to all the clubs because I was like 20 years old at the time or 19, actually 19 or 20. Okay. And I was going out like all the time. So because you were right there. Yeah. So do you feel like that's part of the reason why having a residency at Portside being there is kind of like it's familiar to you? Yeah, it's so. Yeah, it's cool for that. Another reason would be so that was actually the first club I ever went to. That was the first club I started going to when I was 17 and I used to sneak in through the back. Nice. Yeah, so it used to be called Seven Alexander at that time. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And then... But it was like a mission to get in there. Like, you'd have to... So there used to be like a little... I think it was like a little like sushi restaurant or something that was like kind of like in that alley there. Mm-hmm. And we'd climb on the roof of this restaurant and like jump over to another roof, like a gap, like a roof gap. And then we'd jump into the smoke pit at Seven Alexander and then just go in that door. And nobody could, uh, no, nobody could catch you. Like, what was the? Why was the smoke pit so like? It was just nobody. Like there was, there wasn't like a bouncer standing out there. Uh, People smoking. How did y'all find? Wait, wrong question, Kevo. (laughs) How did y'all find that you? It's like either you, Spider Man, and Batman, and then you know, it's like, yeah, we got this. Like, how did y'all find out you could jump a building? Somebody told me about it, and then I just went and did it. You know, like I remember my friend went with me and he couldn't go, but he just, he walked me there and he's like, this is how you get in. He's like, I gotta go. I'm like, all right. So then I just went and did it. So you never got caught? No. Not even like, was nothing close? No close calls? No. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. But only in Vancouver. Cause I know like certain places here, especially like in Gastown, because it's so old, there are certain places that are connected through either uh, some kind of small walkway some kind of door, some yeah. kind of the kitchen area. Multiple multiple establishments will share kitchens, and so you know, I mean, I, good luck trying to get through a kitchen with a cook and uh, whatever. But like, yeah, so then you can go through the kitchen where you can get to other establishments. So yeah, there's plenty of things downtown when it's like an old area because back in the day they were just all about probably like how do we build it to to serve the most people. They weren't thinking about. You know, 17-year-old kids who wanted to go clubbing yeah. and play Spider-Man for the night. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's what's up. Um, so what was uh, growing up here with as far as hip-hop? What was the hip-hop scene like when you were coming up? Uh, the hip-hop scene was a lot of fun here. So, like, the earliest things I remember. Um, so, like, when I was doing graffiti, um, I had a lot of friends who did graffiti, obviously. But also, like, in that scene, like, tons of friends who were DJs already at that time. Uh, friends who were like break dancing, mm-hmm. so it's like we'd go to a lot of house parties and there'd be like graffiti writers and breakers and DJs and usually there'd be like turntable set up so we'd see people like scratching and DJing and stuff like that. So okay. those were like probably my earliest memories and like that that was a lot of fun. Like I was thinking about those days, like it was super fun. Yeah. And then um, like I remember going even like underage shows, like hip hop shows, like local hip hop shows and things like that. And then eventually. Um, like when I turned 19, like going to like hip hop nights, which were really cool, like around like 2002 to 2003. Okay. Era. And you probably had to like, I, I don't, I'm guessing they were in readily in demand. I'm guessing you probably, you know, really had to like, it might've been an, a night, you know, I, I mean, but was Yeah. It, like was there were like, like, yeah, there were specific nights we'd go to. So like that seven Alexander spot. So I was going there before I was 19, like I mentioned before. So there were really, I remember there were really good hip hop nights there. Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember who was DJing or anything because like I wasn't really DJing at the time, so I wasn't paying attention to who was DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Seven Alexander had really good hip hop nights, and then like uh, there was a club that used to be uh, in Gastown called Sonar, mm-hmm. and that had really good hip hop nights too. And another one called the Purple Onion, which was also in Gastown. The pur- oh okay okay yeah. okay all okay. right. And like they would even have like DJ battles at these nights and things like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Actually, you know, actually. Yeah. My brain kind of skipped back to, to the whole sneaking in spot. So when you started working there, did you tell the management about your... I think I have. I think I've told like everyone t- there about it, yeah. Oh, you told? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I mean, it was a different uh, company at the time, right? It was a different club. Oh, at the time. Okay, yeah, okay, it was okay. called Seven Alexander. Back. Okay. But, like since then, it's probably been like three or four different... Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess what I was telling, you know, it's like you work at a spot, you tell them about the weak spots, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The spots that are, you're like, look, don't tell nobody. When I was 17, I used to come down to Smoke Pot, like, you know what I mean? That's just, that's hilarious. Um, But, okay, I see what you mean. So, um, uh, you said the uh, Purple Onion and things like that. Um, So, what was it like, um, so I talked to, like, uh, DJ Flip Out and talked to a a couple of DJs, like uh, Chris Kutz about the music scene. We talked about much music and what was it like trying to access hip hop music? I've asked them about it, but I'm just curious what your experience was uh, trying to hip hop, trying to access hip hop music or shows. You know, did you have a satellite growing up or were you able to, uh, you know, what what, what allowed you to get, um, I don't know, because I, I, I heard much music also had its own rap city. Because mm-hmm. I know we, BT Rap City. Mm-hmm. And then there's also uh, some other equivalents, but like, what was it like for you um, did you have it readily available or did you go over a friend's house or like what was the if you were, even wanted to um, yeah like I remember watching Rap City um, I was actually talking about this with somebody recently and we were talking about just how easy it is to watch music videos now on YouTube you can watch any video right but it's like I remember back when, like <laughs> catching a certain video on much music I was like holy shit it's on right now yeah, like, like, uh-huh. being, like, so hyped yeah and then yeah. me and that's, that brings up a memory about me and DJ Flipout talking and we talked about how uh, the box and yeah. I don't know if you you know about the box right like yeah. black box or? no 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 the box uh, in the in the states they had this uh, on demand uh, video um, kind of ordering service called the box oh okay and I don't know what y'all equivalent is here, but we was talking about it because we was like, yeah, you know, that was, you had to pay for it, but that was the equivalent of YouTube. Right? Yeah. It was like, on the, you can have anything you want, as long yeah. as you're going to pay for it, and you're going to wait for your song, because you have to wait for the queue to come around for it to be your song. And it was um, all music? Um, yeah, music videos. Yeah, 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 music okay. videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And it was mostly, I mean, I guess it was all genres of music. Um, but I guess I, I listened to it only late at night, which was just when the hip hop, R and B stuff came on. That was the first time I heard of Pink. Oh yeah, that was the first time I was introduced to Pink. I remember this song, uh, "There You Go," um, by Pink. But that's the funny thing about being a musician or being an artist, because that's when Pink was urban and hip hop, or cutting yeah. edge. It's funny because because if I tell you about Pink then, and if you didn't know it or didn't know some of her old stuff, you'd be like. Pink was on the hip hop time or the the R and B something like yeah Pink yeah I'm trying was, to think of her early stuff yeah yeah her her early stuff was essentially Keisha Cole esque oh really right? I don't think I've heard that right oh, yeah yeah okay. I know because she made such a like she quickly she was like all right urban 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 ah pop stuff <laughs> you know what I mean he was like dang that was and okay and then she changed her her hair wasn't even pink no more yeah but uh, no it was just funny it was just funny but um that was that was on the box. 
Okay. That's why I bring it up. That's why I brought it up. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to even think right now. The first time I heard hip hop, I don't know when that was. Like, oh. the first hip hop I started listening to was like BC Boys. Mm, okay. But like, I wasn't really listening to any other hip hop. So okay. Like, that was I was probably in like grade six at that time, and then it wasn't until I was like in grade eight that I started kind of listening to like real hip hop. Like, I got into like a tribe called Quest and like hieroglyphics and stuff like that. But I don't even remember where I first heard them. Uh that's weird. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you know, it's kind of good because it was just more like a natural progression. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember the first time I heard Walk This Way, or, or I don't really remember it. I just remember I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I didn't, and I think, to be honest, that was the reason that I kind of have my background is more like a, not rock, but like alternative, some rock, not, not like no hard rock or anything like that, but like some just because of that Aerosmith song. And, you know, obviously I have the hip-hop vibe, but I also will have some, like, leanings towards, like, certain, like, I don't know, alternative, maybe. I guess Kurt Cobain we talked about earlier. Or what was that? Um, uh, Jeremy's Broken. What's that thing? Oh, uh, 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 Soundgarden? Is it Soundgarden? Pearl oh, Pearl Jam. Jam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's why, like, some of my, like, influence or some of the things I listen to will be, like, we had a guest on earlier, and we were singing. We broke into, like, a Marcy Playground um, sex and candy because it's like yeah and I remember that where that came from that came from the early days of uh, hearing that song um, Walk This Way but um, the sure. remix at least uh, oh with Run DMC yeah Run DMC yeah. whatnot. yeah so like yeah man uh, it's just funny how things just take you hold of you and they're in your subconscious and then you're like oh I like that and then once you search it out a little bit more you went from Beastie Boys to Tribe Called Quest to um, you know wherever else that you I feel like to. maybe Beastie Boys put me onto Tribe because they were, like, kind of tight, right? Like, remember Get It Together had Q-Tip on it? I don't know. I don't, yeah, remember. I don't okay. remember. I don't like, remember. I'm thinking about that now. Because I think I remember them doing shows together. So maybe that's how I got into Tribe was yeah. because of Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. man. It's funny how just weird yeah. stuff branches us out to other things. But that's what music does, and that's what it is. We thank you for listening to part one of From the Bay to Vancouver with Love with DJ Relly Rails. And part two, DJ Relly Rails will talk more about his record label in the Bay Area as well as do a special Bay Area mix for the Great Northern Way. For any information or updates, you can go to at the Great Northern Way, P-O-D, on Instagram. On Facebook, you can go to Facebook forward slash Kevo, K-E-V-O, Cabell. And always, you can go to our link tree at link tree slash the Great Northern Way. You can also subscribe. It is $2.99 per month on Spotify. We thank you for your support. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, be kind.